For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Ashley Webb. She's the founder and owner of Joy's Cooking Classes. It's a unique business that provides services ranging from kids' cooking classes to private rentals and health and nutrition events, all sorts of things that you're going to learn about today. Um, welcome back to Shape by Faith, Ashley. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, I'm doing good. I think we were talking um, before the interview that it's been about two years since since I interviewed you last. You were just stepping into this new business, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot, lot has transpired since then. <laughs> it sure has. Yeah. Well, let's talk about yeah. the name Joy's Cooking Classes. Where did that come from? Um, so my, a lot of people think my name is Joy, and you can call me that if you want, but my daughter's <laughs> middle name is actually Joy. Um, and so my mom's middle name is Joe, and my husband's mom's middle name is Joyce. Um, and so we named our daughter after them um, just for that legacy. But also, you know, Joy's a fruit of the spirit, and um, we just tied that in with our business and our joy for cooking and um, just really love to incorporate our family into our name so it's special to us well absolutely it's an awesome name and it means a lot you know just just seeing it and hearing it joy's cooking classes it's like huh i wonder what that is well you know some people actually don't think of cooking as joyful <laughs> I'm just right <laughs> and yeah. but it is and it can be so uh, you're going to tell us all about that but give us some of your background um just recap some of your life before owning your own business what was going on with you um, so I went to college um, to teach at Kentucky Wesleyan here in Owensboro. So I have a teaching degree, mm -hmm. um, and that's where my specialty lies with what I do. Um, but I've I've cooked my entire life and um, just learned, you know, through experience since I was probably as young as, you know, five or six years old with my grandmother. Um, but then also I was trained by I'm a professional chef when we first started the business. Um, I'm no longer in partnership with her, um, but I'm thankful for all the knowledge she shared. Um, and then I just, you know, learn as I go. I'm just constantly educating myself and growing and um, and learning, you know, more about food and culinary and nutrition and all of that. So, yeah. so you all right. So you went from you have a teacher's degree. Um, so you went from that into something totally different, although you're a teacher all the time, you know, in, in whatever you're learning, whatever you're doing. So how did that transition take place from being a teacher to now you're owning your own business, Joy's Cooking Classes? Well, I actually um, didn't teach when I graduated. Um, I took a break uh, after mm -hmm. college and um, ended up, you know, getting married and having children and stayed home for a little while. But I've always worked in local businesses as far as like cafes 
and coffee shops, stuff like that, and just really enjoyed the atmosphere of a locally owned business. And so I always had that desire, you know, to, to own my own one day and never knew what that looked like. I knew God had a plan for me because he put this strong desire in my heart and I was seeking and searching and um, I was working at um, Wheatgrass Juice Bar, actually, um, when I had my baby, you know, just a couple of days a week just to get out of the house. And my pastor's wife owned it and uh, Melissa Phillips. And I was looking into purchasing the business and it it didn't work out for me, um, which is fine, you know, because that door closed. And literally the very next day I got a call of an opportunity for this business. Um, someone was needing to get rid of it. And a guy I've known all my life um, trusted me to take the reins on that and invest in me. Um, and it has been the perfect fit for my purpose in life. Um, not everybody gets to do what they do for a living. Um, also paired with what they love to do as well. So I'm definitely blessed in that way. And literally God just opened the door. Um, threw it open on me. So that's so awesome. You <laughs> yeah. know, if, as we look back on our lives, God was paving the way for different things that, you know, um, he's Most allowed definitely. for us to be a part of. So let's talk about your commitment um, to your faith, to Christ. You know, when, when did that begin for you? Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a crazy story, but, and very long that I probably won't share it all with, but to summarize that I was going in a bad direction. I grew up you know, in faith, uh, in my church youth group, very involved. But after high school, as a young adult in college and working on Sundays and all of that, you kind of lose track a little bit and not fully loving myself either, got in some bad relationships and so forth and ended up canceling uh, a wedding, which was much needed, you know, in that season of my life. Um, and at Your that wedding? point, I was it not, your wedding? Not to my current. Yes, it was not okay. to my current okay. husband. But okay. yeah, um, and that door was closed, and I was inspired by, you know, I started going back to church. He did not have faith, and I just was, you know, knowing I was going in the wrong direction, um, and so I quickly turned you know, back around towards God. And he just started revealing himself to me in ways I had never felt or seen before, you know, in the spiritual world. And um, just things I started, you know, hearing from him, um, confirmations. And um, now I see him every day in everything I do. Um, and at that point, I wasn't even sure he was real. You know, it was almost like um, he just woke me up and was like, I'm here, you know, in the situation where I needed him the most, I needed that guidance and, um, and he's been faithful ever since and sent me to my, my now husband, which he's everything I could ever want, you know, in a man. And uh, he loves Jesus too. And, um, that connection was always there. I never knew it though. <laughs> my husband, it's funny. I've, I've really known him since I was 17, but never, um, looked at him that way. And we've been friends. I've known my stepson. He's 12 now, but I've known him since he was like two. Um, wow. It's, yeah, it's just saying, you know, God's hand in all of it that he had this plan for me all along. Um, and I should have, you know, kind of stuck by him anyway, but he sends us through all that, you know, so we can grow and, and find Absolutely. him, you know. So. Yeah, I, I love the way he gives us revelation as we seek him, and he definitely gave you that revelation and that insight, and his word says he'll do that as we search him and seek him with all of our heart, and that insight that he gave you, even 
maybe when you weren't following him as closely, when, when you canceled things and then now look what God did and, and how he has blessed you. And, and he blesses those who follow him. And, and his word says that it's, it's not that we do it to get a blessing, but right. I mean, that's his word. He's, he's faithful. I love that story. I, I appreciate you yeah. sharing it's that. It's much with more me. detailed than that, but <laughs> I can tell you all day about little things he's done. Have you heard that song, Tiny Little Miracles? all the little miracles or whatever. I just, no. you know, it's like, it's a really good song. You should listen to it, but it's just every day, all day long. You just see all these little, little miracles, you know, when you're looking for it. So, well, he, well, good. that's true. He is good all the time. He does open up the eyes as, as you know, the, open up the eyes. He enlightens the eyes of our heart as we look for him. It's just, it's just incredible. And, yeah. um, I don't know if I've heard the song, but I, I I can relate to those tiny little miracles every single day. And some of those big miracles, you know, that he's also yes. um, done in my own life. And I'm just like, you know, God is good all the time. Even, even when we're having a really rough time, he's so good. So, um, okay. So when did you first open up your business? I know we spoke two years ago and you were getting ready to, so around what, what month did you open up? Um, I think we officially opened at the end of November, um, mm -hmm. around we are, we were shooting for 11, 11, just cause that's special mm -hmm. for my husband and I, but I think it was more towards the end or beginning of December. Um, so right around Christmas time, um, which is a busy season for us anyway, doing what we do, Christmas parties and so forth. And, um, you know, we started out great, um, initially, and then, a few months later, everybody knows what happened in March of 2020. And mm -hmm. uh, that was a huge shocker and surprise to us uh, as, um, you know, everyone else as well. And, uh, you know, the pandemic. But um, during that time, I was very up and down as far as emotions go. Um, but I, I just knew God gave me this business, you know, and he's not going to give me something that's immediately going to turn around and fail. That's um, right. And so I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, we don't have to strive. We don't have to push mm -hmm. or carry a heavy load. Um, mm -hmm. But knowing that he was in control of that allowed it you know, me to just keep going. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's, let's so, take a real quick break here, Ashley, because I want to hear more yeah. of this. Okay. And I don't want to cut okay. you off. So let's um, take a break. We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest, Ashley Webb, founder and owner of Joy's Cooking Classes, is my guest Hello. today. And Ashley, so glad you are my guest and you are talking about your business and maybe some growing pains at start, you know, when it started up and, and you were talking about how, how COVID had just happened. So why don't you pick it up from there? Yeah. Um, so we were shut down um, up until about May 22nd, I believe. And um, right when we opened that same exact week, I found out I was pregnant. 
Mm. Um, so mm -hmm. I was pregnant up until, uh, December 31st. So I ended, um, you know, just how God is. He just ended a, a, a difficult, challenging year for me, um, with the biggest blessing, my son. Um, and so, you know, of course you got pregnant during a pandemic, <laughs> owning a business, you think everything, you know, not, not that any pregnancy would ever be bad, you know, right. in my marriage, but just, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, can I handle this? You know, and God knew I could. And I just kept telling myself, he knows I can handle this. He knows I can do it. Um, and so just like I said, I just kept marching forward and, um, after probably about midway of 2021 um so my baby was you know about six months old or so i nursed the whole entire year he was at every single class that i taught after he was two oh. weeks old i took two weeks off and even adult nights kids classes all of them him and my husband were there um helping me get through this as well as a couple other people uh, leslie and walter if anybody's been to my classes they know who they are they wash dishes and they're like family now they just really um angels is is what i call them they're my angels they just helped with my baby and helped with my classes and she would teach for me if i couldn't be there and um so you know god sent me a village to help me get through you know a newborn life um you know three kids and a business um it was really slow up until probably my son was you know six months older or older and um we finally our business picked back up and uh, around november october uh, christmas time like i said we're always really busy and um that's when and everybody was getting out again and um you know, thankfully he restored all that and, um, I'm busy <laughs> I'm, I, and my, my baby's more independent. He's not nursing anymore. I can take him to a sitter and, um, everything's just working out fabulous. I mean, we are booked out a whole month. April's booked out. Um, so I don't have any openings for weekends really right now. And, um, starting the meal prep, I guess we'll talk about that soon, but, um, yeah, so it's just growing and growing. Well, and yeah, it, it's amazing how God sends people into our path, isn't it? How to help us yeah. out at the right moment. You're like, help. <laughs> you know, I know, Lord, you, you have me yeah. doing this, but um, it, it's amazing that he does that. And I can relate that with that as well. So you've got a lot going on in your business. As, if people look at your Facebook page, uh, Joy's Cooking Classes, you've got a lot of things listed there. You also have a website. Um, let's talk about some of the unique opportunities that you have in the, in the different areas that you offer. And I know a lot of people are interested in their kids learning to cook. I know that I never learned how to cook. Um, I try my best, Ashley, but it's, you know, I'll only cook a few things. <laughs> you should come to so, class. <laughs> I know, I know. I need to. I need to. Um, yeah, it's not just about teaching you how to cook, though, and it like being, you know, here we're all educational. Right. We intend to make it fun and create laughter and joy and silliness um, in all of our classes. You're there, you know, to cook and have fun and right. to experience a new um, night out, you know, um, not just kind of humdrum, let's go out to eat and mm -hmm. sit there and, and talk or not talk, you know. Right. Um, you're you're interacting and and having fun and, and doing something while you're while you're there so and well, eating and great think, food 
<laughs> I think that's neat too because you br you're bringing people together around the table, you know, yes. and that's where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to gather um, with one another, and I'm sure you've got some very unique opportunities to also, um, you know, when there's an opportunity to implement your faith and and to bring that into it as well. And I yeah. think being nice to people and 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 gathering them together and and just helping one another is a great way for each one of us yeah. to be. Do you have any inspirational story that you'd like to share maybe about a particular class that you had or maybe a person or a couple or a child um, who took your cooking classes? Um, I mean, I have um, a teen class that, I mean, I went to school to teach middle school, high school age, also special ed as well. Um, and so the high schoolers I actually have a great relationship with all of them or a middle school, high school group. Um, some of them were, I have one boy, he was homeschooled um, and just kind of struggling with, you know, the whole COVID situation. And, you know, I think he may have left school due to bullying and stuff like that. And coming to our classes, he, he like dances in there and he, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's bloomed. His mom thanks me for that. Um, so that's a, a wonderful story. He enjoys cooking. He's found joy in something that he may have not had before. He didn't know what his purpose was or whatever. Um, she's actually about to, the mom is actually, actually about to open um, a cooking business in her town in Beaverdam. So they dropped oh, okay. from Beaverdam to come to my class. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's a, a woman of faith as well. And um, So, yeah, it's just I've built wonderful relationships with my customers and um, I have a teen class that's pretty much all boys. I have a few girls in there. Really? More, but <laughs> I have about eight, eight teenage boys that love coming there every week. Um, what do you guys so do? Can you give us an example of maybe what you would do one night? Yeah, so they, they cut all the veggies. I teach them how to use a chef's knife. Now, most of the time I come in and I'm just like, hey, mince your garlic, guys, you know. Uh, and if they need help, I'll come and help them. Or if a new person comes in, I can really work one-on-one -on -one with them. But then they, they cook the entire dish themselves, whatever that may be. We do a different dish every week. So this is the last week of Lent. Um, and so I'm doing fried fish and hush puppies. Um, so I kind of did it, you know, themed with the whole fish thing. So fried mm -hmm. isn't always healthy, but, um, you know, they get to batter that all themselves. They're going to make their hush puppy batter. I have everything prepped for them as far as the ingredients, but mm -hmm. um, they do everything. So they fry it and then they have time to eat at the end and, um, yeah, we act super silly and have fun. <laughs> you know, I, yep. I think, you know, when you think about chefs, you do, you do think of women, but a lot of times you think of a man, uh, uh, being a really good chef. And I know within my own family, we've got seven grown adults. I know that one of my sons absolutely loves to prep. He learned how to prep and all of that. And he, he loves to cook. I mean, that's just, you know, he loves to do that. And mm. I think it can be, uh, like you said, your purpose in life to bring good food and to know how to do that. Um, it can bring you great purpose. And also it's a great stress reliever, I think, for a lot of people oh, to yeah. get in the kitchen. It's kind of like gardening or anything else that brings mm -hmm. you that relief, like, you know, 
uh, that you could focus in on that thing that you like to do. So I, I think that's yeah. awesome. I think it's awesome that yeah. you have all those boys in there too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a great, great class. Um, and my little kids, you know, I have kids come up to me in public because um, we're going to talk about the camp, I think. But mm-hmm. um, I did a camp last summer. I'm doing another one this summer, two of them actually, June and July. Um, but the kids in my camp last summer, I always make sure that they do something that they would really enjoy cooking. And so every day is a different dish. We do it Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 every day. Um, and they do everything themselves, just like I said. Um, and so the chicken nuggets, though, I did those last summer from scratch, you know, taught them how to make those. And I'd have kids coming up to me, you know, in the middle of winter going, I'm still making your chicken nuggets, Miss <laughs> Ashley. And they're uh-huh. so good, you know, and it, it's the best feeling in the world to know that these kids, as young as they are, are battering chicken, cutting it, using a knife, you know, and that's something that as a kid, I wasn't always allowed to do. And so right. uh, imagine how much they're going to grow with that base knowledge of what they have at such a young age. So that's inspiring to me. Yeah. Yes. Let's take another quick break right here. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back with more shape by faith. Everyone stay tuned. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. And my guest today is Barbara Sundstrom. She's writer-producer for the feature film, Kentucky Infidel, which we were just talking about. And as we were talking, Barbara... Um, off air, you said that that was actually your very first screenplay. Is that correct? Yes, it was. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wow. So there was a lot of time in between the time you wrote it and now. So what happened in between? Yes. Well, I wrote uh, several screenplays uh, after that. Um, You know, you in your intro, you had talked about the different awards that they those had received. And um, so I continued to uh, to do screenwriting and then felt the Lord's call to start uh, Crosswind Productions, the teen film ministry. And um, and I put this very carefully, this screenplay on the shelf and said, Lord, I trust you that in your perfect timing that this will come come to fruition, that um, that this story is going to be told, and I'm trusting you for that, and uh, really felt called to the, the film ministry, and uh, worked with the teenagers. I love teen or teenagers, teaching them filmmaking, and we made 10, uh, 10 films um, that um, they weren't... Um, they weren't student films. I, I always worked with uh, professionals who would mentor the teens, but the okay. teens were part of the crew and part of the cast. Uh, and so they learned in hands-on uh, under the direction of professionals. Where uh, were you so- when I was in high school? <laughs> <laughs> loved that. Uh, do oh you know one of, one of our teens is starring in Hamilton out in L.A.? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so exciting. Just uh, as you know, that we had back when he was 14, uh, you know, 
so anyway, uh, it's kind of a side story, but uh, just to watch these teens that uh, we we mentored through the years, not only in filmmaking, but in in spiritual that you can be a Christian and be in this industry. Yes, um, wow. and so that was important. But what I what I realized, uh, you know, I passed the baton on to Crosswind from on Crosswind Productions to uh, Nathan Blair, who is a wonderful um, mentor, teacher, filmmaker, and uh, felt like it was time uh, to pass the baton because God was calling me uh, to Kentucky and Fidel, mm-hmm. and I realized. God was was um, equipping me that I would not have been ready uh, at that time when I wrote it to actually uh, be in a position to be able to uh, produce it. So uh, I just realized God's God's timing, and that so so often God needs to to equip us. You know, He says, "Who He calls, He equips." Yes. But that doesn't always happen overnight while we sleep. (laughs) It happens when he takes us down and continues to use us. It doesn't mean that we're not being used during that time. It's that it's a stepping stone um, uh, using us in this area um, and then goes on to use us. And so that has been God's preparation, God's use, God's uh, plan all along and um so he has to train us up doesn't he he does have to train us up and (laughs) strengthen our faith that's right because for each one of these films god's provision was just so amazing and so when i approach this project that is can be overwhelming in its size and um it's he he had taught me that it's he's the one that provides he's the one that equips that's right uh, and i i can only do it through his power his provision his protection uh and those that he sends me you know so what what are the next steps barbara for the kentucky infidel you said it's in development but what what does that mean exactly what's next De- well, development means uh, basically um, finding the funding. Okay. Okay. And uh, and getting it ready, making sure your script is ready, uh, beginning to collect your team. You know, get your team who is really drawn to this project. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, two producers, uh, Chris Rogers and Paul Sermons, who are just amazing Christian filmmakers, um, and they have come alongside. And so you begin to uh, put the team together. When you go into pre-production, that's when you start breaking down your script. You start looking at uh, who you're going to need in the way of uh you know, production crew, uh, looking for actors, looking for, you know, beginning to put it together. And so we're in that, you know, raising funds. Mm -hmm. uh, And so we really need God's provision uh, for that. Uh, God to draw those people who he has gifted uh, financially to to come alongside. I believe he will do that. He's brought you this far. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, he has. And so that trust level, you know, and I needed, he needed to build my faith. He needed to build my skills. Mm -hmm. uh, he needed to, to let me know I could trust him. Well, and, and he certainly is doing that. And I wish we had more time, Barbara, but our <laughs> time is over. Where I can know. people find you? Where can they find you? Uh, actually, they could go to uh, Kentucky Infidel, the movie mm -hmm. dot com. Okay. Kentucky Infidel, the movie dot com. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on Shape by Faith, and I want to hear oh. more as it as it progresses. What's what's happening with Kentucky and Vidal? But thank you so much, Barbara, for coming on. Oh, thank you. And this thank has been you. such a privilege. I well, appreciate it. <laughs> absolutely, and thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone, have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit shapebyfaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the cabinet doors and more for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.